Welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast with Seema. My name is Seema Bhattaria and I help introverts overcome insecurity, show up confidently online and get visible. It's time to go from insecure to in demand. Hello there, my friend. Thank you for tuning into my podcast today. Today, we're going to talk about something very, very emotional, which is tackling your insecurities when it comes to online visibility. And this is a tough one to talk about because I was highly, highly insecure about showing up online. And sometimes the insecurity pops up once in a while, but I have learned to address them and not let them take over. So if you're listening and you are feeling insecure to show up online or the idea of online visibility in general, especially if you are a fellow introvert, I really want to let you know that you are not alone because most of us have some kind of insecurity or fear when it comes to building online visibility or showing up online or just the idea of gaining exposure in general seems extremely scary. I don't know about you, but this is something I experienced a lot when I first started showing up. Just the fact that exposure is scary. People seeing you on a mass scale is scary. You don't know what can happen, you know? So let's dive into the types of insecurities that can pop up and how we can tackle them. So the very first thing, if you are an introvert, you're going to agree with this, is just the embarrassment of showing your real name, let alone your face, right? The act of showing up with your real name with original content seems extremely embarrassing, especially if you're employed in a nine to five or have some kind of a career in the back end, but you're ready to show up online with original ideas or you have opinions that you want to put out in the world and there's a voice telling you that, no, we must say this online. The second thought is immediately, um, excuse you with your real name. And this is the part that a lot of people actually stop at. This is where they've built up a lot of courage, they're ready to do this, but the idea that your real name is going to be out there, your first and last name, for people to see with this original content is what trips you up. And I completely understand because your identity is tied to who you are and what you've been doing so far. So this essentially is a shift in identity when you are getting ready to put your name on something that is very, very new or unfamiliar. It almost seems like you need someone's validation to tell you that it's okay to do this, that you have permission to post with your real name. Because all your life, you've worked at building an identity which is very, very different from what you're setting out to do now. It might be the most authentic version of you, but it's not the version of you that people know yet. This is something that's very, very new. It might be a complete departure from what you do as a 9 to 5. Or it might be something that's very, very different or polarizing that people don't know yet. They haven't seen this version of you yet. So when you are thinking about putting out content, original content that you've created from your mind on an online platform, which is visible to everyone on the internet, especially publicly, which may stay on the internet forever, it is a scary, scary thought. This is like you giving approval, a seal of approval on an idea, which is yours. You can't take it back. No take backs. And this is what leads to the fear of showing up with your real name because it feels permanent. 
it feels as if you can't do anything about this. But the way I look at it is this. You have to stand behind your ideas. So if you're not willing to put your name on your original ideas, that means you don't really believe in them as much as you thought you did. Because the fear of putting your name on it is larger than the willingness to put the message out there. So if you have doubts about putting your name on it, that may mean you have to take a look at your message and say, is this really me? Or am I doing this for popularity? Or am I just doing this from a very vain point of view that it's not going to give me the rewarding and fulfilling feeling that I want? And for a lot of people, that embarrassment might be tied to other people seeing it, right? People that you know, your friends and family, your colleagues maybe, you think that they're going to find you, they're going to start talking about you, they might have something to say, you know, even if they're gossiping behind your back. All of these feelings that you're having, they're making the assumption that they're not going to be open and accepting of what you're doing. And many people aren't. Many people will have something to say. But in my experience, the more people see that you are committed to what you're saying and that you're showing up every single day, you're standing behind your content, you're standing behind your ideas, you're showing up with conviction, you have some very strong, very compelling ideas, they gravitate towards you. They actually start coming to you for help because they wish that they could do something like that. Because showing up with your real name in original ideas and doing it consistently day in and day out is not an easy thing. It is a very courageous act. And you're actually inspiring people around you to do the same because they wish that they could do that. You have no idea what they're thinking, right? They could be thinking the same thing that I want to go online and say something as well, but I don't know what to say or how I can say it. You could be that beacon of inspiration for them and actually motivate them to do the same thing. So if you're showing up with your real name, you really have no idea how many people you're reaching. And this could be both in a positive and negative sense. Because in a positive sense, you could be reaching people who have no idea that they need you yet. Or they have been searching for someone like you, but they have no idea that you exist yet. But seeing you, your content, they can put a name to the content and they can say, okay, she's the one that I can go to when I need help with this certain thing. But if you flip that in a negative sense, you have no control. Because there are all types of people out there on the internet. So you have no idea who's consuming your content. So that can actually feel like a loss of control. As if you don't know what they're going to do with your real name. Or you don't know what's going to happen to this content that you're putting out there. And this polarizing strong idea. You don't know what they're going to do once they see that. But oh my god, my real name is on there. But this comes down to how you react to it. Because if you run and hide, then yes, people are not going to find you which is going to keep you safe, but it's also going to keep you hidden. But if you take that leap, you do use your real name and eventually your face, then people not only will start to get to know you as a person and what you really stand for and this new identity that you're putting out there, it's also going to start telling the internet that this is what this person does. We have to remember that we live in the age of SEO, which is search engine optimization, which essentially indexes content all across the board. And the more content that you create, the more they start associating you with that specific subject. So if you're someone who's talking about fitness day in and day out with your real name, Eventually, when someone does search for fitness, your name is going to pop up 
And frankly, that is the ideal scenario because you do want to be found by people and you do want to train the internet to know that this is something that you do. So as much as people are scared to use their real name, and if you're in an unsafe area or if you have safety issues, I recommend that you don't use your real name, of course. But if you're able to, in a safe manner, this is something that you should do because this is going to actually give you more courage. It's going to lend more confidence and make you think that you can do this. Another insecurity that people are always experiencing when it comes to showing up online is doubting their own skill and thinking that they need to know more. We somehow think that anyone who quote-unquote makes it online is some kind of a guru. And this is very interesting because... The reason that we perceive someone as a guru is because they keep talking about one thing over and over and over again. And because of this, we start thinking that they know so much. They must have such advanced level education or they must have done so much research or they must have read up so much. Many times they do. However, in most cases, a lot of these people are speaking from experience. A lot of people have lived experience. So they're not talking from book knowledge. They're talking from what they actually know and what they've lived through. And more than that, they're speaking with conviction because they believe in these things that they're talking about. So it's easier for them to talk about it in a hundred different ways from 10,000 different angles. This is why people never tend to run out of content and it seems like they know so much. Because frankly, on some level, they do. They're so passionate about it, they've lived it, they know everything about it. And also when you're passionate about something, you consume a very similar type of content as well. So if you're into personal development, you're going to invest a lot of time and energy into developing personally. And you're going to read books and you're going to want to learn more. And this is when the passion kicks in. But this does not mean that they've actually gone and learned more. They haven't gained more skills. They've actually gone deeper rather than wider. They've taken something that they're passionate about and something that they know, and they're deepening their knowledge as much as they can through experiences, through interactions, through feedback, because the more content that they create, the more feedback they get from the internet and from their audience on what they need to hear, on where the gaps are, on where they need to improve or what they can do, which gives them more incentive to show up because they know that the audience wants to hear it. So it's not that they go out and gain more skills. It's not that they go out and get a degree, although a lot of people do that. What they do is they get deeper into their knowledge because they're getting more feedback and because they're learning more from people around them in the communities and people that they're networking with or people that they're meeting. It's not the same as going out there and doing a training or getting a certification or getting another degree. That is not required. You do not need more formal education in order to show up online with conviction or to command the attention that you are seeking. This is highly tied to how we see ourselves. So if we feel as if we are not worthy, if we feel as if we don't have enough to offer, if we feel as if we don't deserve to be online and speak about our ideas that we want to, we're going to feel as if we need to gain more experience. We need to gain more skills before we can start showing up online. And this is something I want to assure you about. I recently worked with a client who had a laundry list, like a full roster of experiences. And I just gaped at her and said, are you serious? And she was doubting herself, thinking that she needed to gain more in order to show up. And I just gaped at her and said, are you serious? 
I have never seen someone with so many skills. How could you possibly doubt yourself? But it's internal, right? It's the narrative that we have. So do not think that you need more skills in order to show up online, especially because you have what it takes already. Another thing that you might be insecure about is feeling like an imposter or a fraud. You think that if you show up, someone's going to call you out and say, in reality, you know nothing. What makes you think that you can show up online and talk to us like this? You are a fraud. And frankly, some people will say that because people do have a tendency to talk. But this does not make you a fraud. This is imposter syndrome. This is where you are doubting your own skills and abilities and thinking that you don't have enough to offer. You think that someone is just waiting to call you out and say that you don't belong here. And this usually happens when we grow quickly or there is something that you're doing that's new. It's going to seem unfamiliar because you feel as if you don't belong in the spaces where the other people are. Someone who's a bit more advanced, someone who's a bit more accomplished, someone who's a bit more high level, quote unquote. You'll feel as if you don't belong there and you're going to start feeling like a fraud. And this is a very negative place to be because you're going to start self-sabotaging. You're going to start fearing the success that is inevitable. You have to start looking at yourself objectively because imposter syndrome, if you don't take stock of it, is going to start consuming your mind and going to start becoming a reality in your mind saying you're a fraud, you're a fraud, you're a fraud. Why are you here? You're a fraud. And I don't want that narrative to become the truth for you. So you need to be out there and actually make the effort to be in these spaces because you have to push past the discomfort. You have to push past the voice that's telling you that you don't deserve to be here. You're an imposter. You're a fraud. Because it is very unfamiliar. It feels icky. It feels as if we don't want to do this. It feels as if someone's going to call us out. That someone's going to say, get out of the room because you don't belong here. But I assure you that that is not the truth. Looking at yourself objectively and looking at how other people see you is going to be paramount in you overcoming this barrier and actually take that step to show up online. You know, a lot of people have this insecurity when it comes to showing up, which is they don't know what to talk about. They feel as if they have so many skills, there's so much that they can do, there's so much that they can talk about, and they don't know what to zero in on. And this is actually a good place to be, because that means that you have a wide array of options in front of you, and you can go deeper into any one of them that you feel is you. And that's what it comes down to. Which one is the most you, right? Which one do you have most experience in? And I don't mean just formal educational or work experience. Which one do you have life experience in? The school of life, you know? Recently, a client of mine asked me whether I had a psychology degree or a sociology degree. And how do I know the human mind so well? I was so flattered by that, by the way. <laughs> but no, I told him that I have experience from the school of life. I do not have a psychology degree yet. I say yet because who knows in the future. But I want you to know that everything that you're feeling all of your thoughts, all of your experiences, everything that you've gone through, everything that you know so far has value. It has merit. Because anything that you voice today, there is someone that might be holding on to these thoughts and they think that they are crazy or they might think that there is no one else who's feeling the same like them. So when you actually articulate these thoughts and feelings and opinions, someone's out there going, oh my God, this is exactly what I needed to hear because I thought that I was crazy. 
because I thought that I was alone, that I was losing my mind. This is why it's extremely important to understand that you should not discredit any experience that you have. Whatever feels like the most you and something you feel is very close to your heart and something that you're very passionate about, you are allowed to talk about. Now, of course, there's a method to this madness where depending on the goals that you have, you can zero in on a certain niche, so to speak. And a niche essentially is a subtopic within a topic. For example, gardening is a topic, but rooftop gardening in New York City, that is a niche. So if you have a certain niche already, fantastic. But it's very important to tie that into your audience, their actual needs and wants, and your goals. So if you think, I don't know what to talk about, talk about what you love. Talk about what you know. Talk about what you can stand behind. Talk about whatever you feel you have something to talk about. But I always say, pick a niche, pick a lane, and stick to that lane. Because you want to make sure that people actually start knowing you as the specific niche. Does this mean that this is permanent? No. You can always pivot if you want to. But it's very important to start somewhere. If you're behind your computer, lurking and lurking, and telling yourself that, hey, I don't have a niche yet. This is why I can't show up online. I don't know what to talk about. I can't show up online because I don't have a niche and it's not set in stone yet. You're delaying this process of getting the feedback that you need. Because unless you're out there, you won't know if you're passionate about it. Unless you're out there, you won't know if you can talk about this 10,000 different ways. Unless you're out there and creating real content, you will not know if you can stand talking about this every day. Because let me tell you, when it comes to building a personal brand, it is about repetition. You will be talking about the same thing over and over and over and over again, which to you might seem repetitive. It might seem as if you're repeating yourself so many times, but your audience is hearing it in many different ways. There are so many different angles to it, where they're learning something new every single day. But it might get extremely stale for you if you're not passionate about it, if you're not standing behind it, if you don't know that this is something that you really want to do. So unless you're out there talking about it in many different ways, you won't know if you can stand talking about it. That's the difference between something that you love and something that you're tolerating, is the willingness to show up and talking about it every single day, whether people are listening to it or not, because you're just that excited about it. You can't wait to show up and talk about it because it is something that brings you so much joy. There's so much passion there that you really just want to talk about it. And this is why just understanding what you love, what you're talking about, and what brings you most joy is so important that that will be enough for you to get started on what you want to talk about. So please don't think that you need to have everything mapped out when you're first starting because you don't. You just need some place to start. Okay, and the last insecurity that we're going to talk about today is procrastination and not taking action. If this is familiar, this is for you. <laughs> if you've been delaying taking action, this is for you. And this is a very understandable fear, which is the fear of messing up. And that's the reason that most people stay stuck and don't take that action and don't show up online, because you are terrified. You're terrified of messing up, making a mistake. You are terrified of failure. You do not want to fail publicly. And on some level, you might be scared of success as well, because this is going to be an identity shift. You don't know what's going to happen once you show up online. What if you do make it? What if things do go well? 
that could change your life completely. It can alter your reality as you know it. And that can be scary. And a lot of people self-sabotage at this point because they don't want to change too much. They don't want to bring too much change because that's not something that they know. It doesn't feel familiar. It feels dangerous. And because of this, they actually stand back. They don't take that action because they say, you know what, I am fine as I am. This is much better than the unfamiliar. This is much better than me going out there, making a fool of myself, or doing this new random thing that I have no idea about yet. Yet. And of course, this is coupled with a lot of other fears, which is fear of rejection, or fear of ridicule, or fear of being found, actual exposure, or fear of being seen. And I mean this on a metaphorical level. Of course, fear of exposure is there. But the fear of being vulnerable and the fear of people seeing you and the people seeing the real person who is behind this account and their raw thoughts and feelings and the things that they bring to the table, their baggage, their scars, their wounds, everything. It is a very scary place to be, to actually show them to people. And the thought of showing them to people or the thought of showing up online and talking about these things in your authentic voice with the original content is a very scary thought. And because of this, you talk yourself out of not doing it and you keep thinking, no, not now, maybe later, not now, the time is not right. You know, maybe I'll do this some other time. Maybe I'll talk about something else. Maybe let me do some research first. Let me go to school first. Let me learn some more first. Let me take this course first. Let me do something first before I start showing up online. And most of the time, this time never arrives. Because there is something or the other that's going to keep you hidden. And you're going to talk yourself out of doing what's necessary in order to get out there. And I can tell you, I have experience in this firsthand. It took me months, if not years, to actually do this and show up. Because there was a nagging feeling that I had that I had to show up. That I had to speak publicly. Did I know what I had to talk about? Absolutely not. I had no idea. But there was a nagging voice, a nagging sensation that was saying, no, get out there now. Get out there now. You need to do this now. But I kept ignoring this voice and ignoring this voice. I even took a graphic design course that I failed at miserably. Well, I passed the class, but I failed at creating the graphic (laughs) miserably. It was a terrible experience. And that actually gave my brain more evidence that, see, you're awful at this. You don't deserve to do this. But there are going to be many, many, many reasons that tell you that you should not do this. There's a lot that's going to say, don't do it now. Let's wait. Don't take action yet. Let's procrastinate. There's so much else that we can do. Let's work on our website first. Or let's work on something else first. Let's work on anything but this. Anything is going to seem more appealing than doing this very, very scary thing. And I'm here to tell you, that if you're procrastinating because of the fear of messing up or any other fears or insecurity, you are going to be fine. You are going to be fine. We are much more resilient than we give ourselves credit for. And online exposure is just one more adventure in our life, especially if this is something that you want, if it's something that you're desiring for a long time and you've been wanting to build an online presence. You owe it to yourself to do this. You really owe it to yourself to do this, especially if you felt unseen. So if you are feeling insecure about showing up online, if you're feeling insecure about putting yourself out there as an introvert or to build your personal brand or anything else that comes with it, whether it's gaining opportunities 
or clients or any other kind of exposure or collaborations, I assure you that it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. It's going to feel as if finally I have breathing room now. This feels like me. And you deserve to feel like yourself. You deserve to feel authentic. You deserve to get out there. You deserve to spread your message. You deserve for people to hear you. You deserve to reach people. And you deserve this audience. And you deserve that impact and the fanfare and everything that comes with it. So if you are feeling insecure, please listen to this every time you are scared of showing up online or you're terrified of publishing your first post because it is going to be okay and you can do this. On that note, this is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this was helpful. If you're an introverted entrepreneur, professional, service provider, or coach, and you're trying to get visible online, but there are insecurities that are stopping you, come find me on Instagram at Seema Batavia. Reach out to me with any questions or concerns. I'm always happy to hear from you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Have a great week. And please stay safe.